You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Today would have been the 100th birthday of Nelson Mandela, the anti-apartheid revolutionary who spent 27 years in a South Africa prison for his freedom fighting and then emerged to become the country's president and an inspiration to millions. Today at 2 p.m. and 10 p.m., WDET brings you a one-hour special called Mandela, an audio history, which was originally broadcast as a five-part series on all things considered. Here's a piece of that special. Far away places to the golden city We've left our parents miles and miles away My name is Nelson Mandela. I remember when I arrived in Johannesburg, the fear of the power of the white man inhibited us a great deal. And the government was becoming very tough. I consider apartheid, that's the separation policy, to be South Africa's last chance to remain a white man's country. We began to feel that the time had come to actually challenge a power such as the government of South Africa with all its army and police force and jails. The Governor-General has proclaimed a state of emergency in about 80... It was shot, Bill, Monday, March 21st, 1960. Several hundred natives gathered peaceably to protest the pass laws. Police mounted on tanks, opened fire. 69 natives were killed. Some of the dead were children, women, and elderly men. Demonstrations against the government by Africans continue on an increasing scale, despite the decree of a state of emergency and the arrest of hundreds of leaders of the opposition. The outside world watches and shares the anxiety of a troubled land. It was felt that somebody should go underground and lead the movement. I accepted the challenge. Mandela's story is one of struggle, oppression, insurmountable odds, and ultimately justice. His death at 95 in 2013 was met with both sorrow and celebration. Today, we revisit that celebration of Mandela's life on the 100th anniversary of his birth. And to help us do that, we have somebody here who played an outsized role in telling the American public about Mandela and his story, a man who was also instrumental in the U.S. opposition to apartheid in South Africa. Randall Robinson is an author and activist and the founder of Trans Africa, which led anti-apartheid efforts here in America. He had a lot of personal interactions with Mandela during his life and is in town for the Charles H. Wright Museum's centennial birthday celebration of Nelson Mandela. That takes place tonight at 7 p.m., and the event is open to the public and free. Randall Robinson, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. It is really great to see you in person uh, after many years uh, following your work and being a big uh, a big f- a fan of what you have done. Let's start with uh, the early 1980s, uh, a time when most Americans didn't really know who Nelson Mandela was, didn't know very much about his story. Uh, you were introducing, you were trying to introduce that to Americans and to black Americans. Talk about why you did that and how you went about doing it. Well, we, uh, 
I, I uh, uh, imagined uh, the idea of uh, going into the uh, South African Embassy on Massachusetts Avenue, mm-hmm. and I invited uh, Congressman Walter Fonroy, uh, Mary Frances Berry, Eleanor Holmes, Norton, uh, to, uh, to go with me. And uh, when we, we sat down with the ambassador in the uh, embassy, he uh, was expecting a, a nice, pleasant uh, talk. And uh, we told him that uh, uh, after some time, we told him that uh, we weren't leaving the mm-hmm. embassy mm-hmm. Uh, until Nelson Mandela was released, mm-hmm. until uh, apartheid was uh, under uh, a reconstruction, uh, we would not leave. And of course, he he uh, did what we expected him to do. He promptly had us arrested. He had you arrested, right? Which uh, began the Free South Africa movement. And on that day, for the next uh, year and a half, someone was arrested at that embassy. Over 3,000 people were arrested Mm -hmm. at the South African embassy because of that. And this drove uh, the sanctions uh, through the the United States Congress. And uh, the the Senate uh, uh, found itself uh, interrupted by uh, President Reagan, who vetoed the legislation. And... uh, on uh, one blessed night, uh, the uh, Senate, uh, under Republican control, mm-hmm. um, overrode uh, the veto of Ronald Reagan. It was the first time in the 20th century, the first and the only time, a foreign policy veto had mm-hmm. been overridden. And that was largely because of the, the decency uh, the magnetism, uh, the uh, the weight of Nelson Mandela's leadership, that um, uh, that a name that um, was not known in the United States yeah. was um, uh, almost immediately um, in stored in the memory of uh, of of everyone. I was in. I was in the NBC studio in New York uh, uh, making commentary on the day that Mandela was released, and we had only seen old pictures of him, right, and right. we didn't know what he would look like. And, uh, and he walked out with uh, Winnie Mandela, and it was uh, a wonderful thing to see. And within uh, two weeks, I was in his office in Johannesburg wow. Wow. Uh, to talk through uh, plans for going ahead. Yeah, uh, uh, talk about that personal relationship uh, you had, the interactions you had with him. Again, this was someone we'd barely seen pictures of. Uh, when he emerges from prison, you got to know him pretty well. Yes, I I, I did. Um, we were together on several uh, occasions in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, during his tour of America, he um, held a meeting at uh, Trans Africa with uh, black leaders. 
to uh, thank them for all that uh, uh, that they had done in the United States uh, to move uh, America to be uh, sensitive to uh, to to this cause, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so. Uh, uh, this was a storybook uh, hmm. uh, kind of uh, kind of ending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about his legacy in the context of the current political environment? Just uh, not just here domestically, but the global political environment. Well, I I I, I think our democracy is at risk mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. That serious risk. I think a lot of people would concur with you. And um, uh, the Republicans who are are not the Republicans who were. (laughs) Right. Um, As I said, um, the Republicans um, uh, had leadership in the Senate that overrode. Right. To impose uh, sanctions. The Reagan veto. That would not happen today. Yeah, yeah. And so I think we're I, I think we're in serious trouble as um, as a democratic country. Yeah. Uh, talk about the event tonight at the Charles H. Wright Museum. Uh, what will you What will you say? Uh, well, Doctor Wright was a special man. Uh-huh. Uh, I um, I spent a lot of time in Detroit. I worked for Charles Dix, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we had an office on Gratiot and an <laughs> office on Woodward. And because I worked in his his uh, administrative office, I had to come back and forth all the uh, all the time. And so I um, I, I knew something about uh, Detroit mm-hmm. from the uh, from from the old days. Uh, I. Uh, What was your question? <laughs> I was asking what you what you might talk about tonight. Uh, oh I'm, no, I'm going to talk about uh, Mandela, Mandela's history. Yeah, uh, about uh, the special kind of man he was, and the uh, the the sort of confluence of leadership mm-hmm. of of um, what Mandela uh, thought, uh, what King thought. What Doctor Wright thought, mm-hmm. uh, and these were uh, s- similar men, uh, and uh, with uh, with a, a sternness of leadership capability, and so um, I'm going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to talk about the personal Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. uh, and the the uh, the charming man that he. Uh, that that he was, yeah. he, he was a special, very special human being. Yeah. Okay. That event is at seven p.m. tonight at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History. It is free and open to the public. Randall Robinson, author and activist, founder of Trans Africa. Thanks very much for being with us on Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow. I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.